Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. Jamie Dupree comes right at you from the Hill in D.C. on the Sean Hannity Show. All right, as we continue from New Hampshire News Radio, AM 610 WGIR, Jamie Dupree is up here in New Hampshire with us. Where are you right now? You've been out and about all day in the snowstorm. Yeah, I'm down south in Nashville. I wanted to get up there, but the traffic was bad, and I didn't feel like getting stuck sort of halfway or something like that. I've been that. Uh, I stopped off at Bernie Sanders today. I uh, saw a little of Donald Trump. I uh, caught a little of Jeb Bush, and now I'm watching a uh, little of Hillary Clinton here. And so, uh, you know, an interesting time is everybody. It's a big rush all around the state, and certainly, you know, if you would uh, well, after I spoke to you uh, at the end of last week on Friday, I went down to a Marco Rubio event. And if I would have spoken to you at about 8 o'clock on Friday night, I would have said, Sean, not only is there momentum for Rubio, uh, but I think he might even catch Trump next week. And then, of course, we had the debate on Saturday night. Now, I don't know that the debate is ultimately totally disqualifying for Rubio or anything, but it just seems like on the ground here in New Hampshire that his momentum sort of stopped. I don't know how bad. You know, every other debate out. he had was a really good debate. And, and, and if this you throw was out by those far five minutes on Saturday, he had a really good debate again. You know, it's sort of like I look at it like the football game yesterday. Uh, yeah. You know, one team sometimes is ready, and for unexplained reasons, sometimes one team is not. And the problem is in politics is that gets magnified. You know, I, I don't know that you call it a gap or anything, but it was sort of a fumble. And he certainly, the thing is, is that Rubio, I've listened to him enough, he's got more than enough good lines to survive an attack by Christie like that. But for whatever reason, um, he just wasn't ready uh, for them. And, and Christie yesterday, I went to see Christie first thing in the morning and just to see what the reaction would be and how many more people were there. And I couldn't believe it. The first person that I pulled aside to interview, a voter in the, in the, in the town hall, said he had been a Rubio voter until the night before, until the debate, and now he was switching to Christie. Now, I don't, you know, it's not scientific or anything, but I, I don't, I didn't expect the bottom to fall out of Rubio, but, you know, it, it, it certainly was a speed bump for him in New Hampshire. We'll have to see how it results with the voters tomorrow night. You know, what, what shocked me about it is he had to know that the position that he was in, that these attacks were coming. I never thought that Trump and Cruz were going to go at it on Saturday night. No. They really didn't. You know, I'm not surprised that there's one little back and forth between Jeb and Trump. That's predictable. But if I'm Marco, I'm figuring that I'm getting hit from the top, meaning Trump and Cruz, and that I'm going to get hit from the bottom for sure, because this is now do or die for the governors, meaning Christie, Kasich, and, and Jeb. You know, and the interesting part, Sean, is that Christie has been going after Rubio a lot. Um, not in the last debate in Iowa. He, he, he shied away from it. But in terms of ads and on the stump here in New Hampshire. Now, if you look at the numbers, Christie has been falling sort of slowly the last couple of weeks while Bush and especially John Kasich has been coming up in some polls. So you can almost uh, infer from that that the attacks have not been working for Christie. Now, I didn't see any immediate. There was a small bump for Christie in one of the overnight tracking polls that I saw, but nothing huge. And just a small drop for Rubio, nothing huge. I mean, it obviously could change. We'll just have to wait and see. But uh, again, I, I agree with you. It, it just seems like you would, uh, if you were Rubio, you would have been ready for either Bush or Christie. But again, Sean, it's like I always say, we do this in our regular life. Think of how many times uh, that you sit at home and you think, ah, why didn't I say X or Y when I had that chance to say something to that guy? You know, mm -hmm. sometimes it just, you don't fire on all cylinders. And that's sort of what it seemed like. And the problem for Rubio was not only did he walk into Christie, but then Christie really seemed to have him and, and the repeated message and everything. Again, I don't know that it's ultimately going to ruin him forever, 
uh, but it did seem here in New Hampshire to slow him down. It def- I do agree with your perception, fair or not fair. Uh, if you look at all the polls between yesterday, today, and Saturday, they're all pretty much the same with Donald Trump around 30%, almost all of them. Um, yep. And, and somewhere in the 30, 35% range. Then it, it gets very interesting at two and three. Like, for example, in the Monmouth poll, you've got Kasich at 14 and second, Rubio in third, 13, and Cruz right there. And I'm sorry, and also tied for third is Bush and Cruz at 12. So it's very tight. CNN poll, you've got Rubio 16 and second, Cruz at 14, Kasich 11, and Bush only at seven. The Boston Herald, you got Rubio in second at 15, Kasich, thir- I'm sorry, Cruz in second at 16, Rubio in third at 15, Kasich 11, UMass 7 News, you got uh, Rubio 14, Cruz 13, uh, Bush 10, Kasich 9. ARG tracking, you got Trump 31, Rubio and Kasich at 17, Cruz and Bush at 9. I don't know I don't know how to read this. Yeah, let me just give you a quick thumbnail from what I've seen uh, the last couple of days here on the ground. First, uh, we'll start from sort of the bottom up. Jeb Bush, I mean, I think a lot of people don't expect him to do that well, but he's been drawing really well. I went to an event Saturday where they had to turn away a whole bunch of people outside. Now, I'm not saying that he's all of a sudden jumping up. How many people is a whole bunch and how many people are inside? Oh, I would say they turned away two or three hundred people outside and okay. they had three, four hundred inside. I mean, it was a really good crowd. And that's a solid crowd. That's a very solid crowd. One of my buddies who was covering him the day before said that he saw the same thing there as well. So, I mean, he's been drawing good. You know, what's interesting is that the voters here, so many of them, and more so than in Iowa, they really favor somebody like governors who've had experience and have done things before. There's a lot of New Hampshire voters that I've interviewed who are not into the soaring rhetoric, who are not getting into telling, uh, telling you what they want to do, but rather they want to hear what you have done. Um, Christie had a good turnout yesterday. But again, his poll numbers have, have suffered, and, and I'm not convinced he's going to jump up in that two, three, four area. Cruz has had good turnouts, but again, I don't think this, it's gravy to him. If he finishes second, that's fantastic for him. But I think he survives no matter where he is and goes 100%. to South Carolina. So yep, he, go, he, he goes does, straight to South Carolina. Yeah, so he, he's fine, I think. But he, of course, he would love to finish above Rubio and finish in second here. Uh, Rubio, every event I've been to with his, and everyone, that even yesterday when people were a little unsettled uh, by the post-debate uh, uh, review, he was, all of his events were jammed. Uh, a friend of mine was at the first one there. They had 600 people in there an hour before it started. The one I went to was the uh, people waiting outside that couldn't get in. So he still had good turnout. And I expect him uh, tonight to have another one. Uh, now, Kasich, Kasich has not had huge crowds, but I do get the sense that he has really connected with a lot of people here. And I think a lot of people, especially in his home state of Ohio, are ready just to sort of say, yeah, yo, Governor, time for you to come back. You're done. But I don't think it would be any shock. You know, it's sort of like we're all going to roll the dice out. And I don't think it'd be any shock for Kasich to pop up there in the second. He's already put a, a big schedule out next week in South Carolina. So he is acting like he is going forward no matter what. But clearly, the, the goal here is to finish in second ahead of Rubio, for example. If Rubio gets into second and he's got a couple points ahead of some of those others, I think the steam starts to go out of them. All right. So the, the, I actually give a lot more credence to crowd size than other people. So let's go through crowd size. Who has the biggest crowds? Well, I mean, Trump does. Does, but then also, when well, you but how many Trump people? Event, let's talk about the number of people specifically. Well, I think he had about a thousand yesterday. But uh, but again, I'll say about the Trump events, and I found this in Iowa too. 
you get a lot of tourism and a lot of people who aren't there to vote for him, but they're there to see him. And so Trump just draws by far the largest crowds. Nobody comes close to him, period, in his sentence. But as we saw in Iowa, that didn't necessarily guarantee victory. And I think the other thing that's still an open question. Well, let me, let me just interject here for a second, because I think Iowa, what was missing more than anything, especially in a caucus state, it's so pivotal, is is turnout. And I don't think they had any ground game whatsoever. And I don't know if they had time to build one here since Iowa. But I've got to imagine it's certainly taking it seriously as a campaign. Well, I mean, they're taking they took Iowa seriously. But I think the from what from what you hear here on the ground in New Hampshire, you hear worries about whether or not it's the same story and about whether their ground game is not as good here. Now, you can motivate people to the polls. And certainly Trump uh, has, has done that. He has turned to smaller events in the last few days in a way that he never has done. I remember last week when I spoke to you, uh, he had done this town hall in Exeter where he'd taken a ton of questions. Today, he was at the Londonderry Lions Club. He did, I think, an Elks Club somewhere. I mean, small events that Donald Trump never does, but in a way that gets him to connect with people in a way that he had not done. That really, the people of New Hampshire not only want to see you, they want to shake your hand. They want to talk to you. Does they he seem comfortable in that environment? Is he enjoying himself? Oh, yeah. See, this is the thing I don't get. He's perfect in that environment. I mean, I yeah. saw him today. He, he, he's like um, he's like the MC at, at, at some kind of event. You know, he, he totally can do that. Yeah. There's no problem I've, with that. That's the guy but that I've is. known for all these years. I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, How's Cruz doing? Away from those. How's Cruz doing in terms of retail politics here? Uh, I only think for him, first, second, or third is a win for him. Oh, yeah. No, um, and listen, I think Cruz has a ceiling here simply because the, the brand of politics for Republicans is different in New Hampshire than it is in Iowa. It's not the same conservative, you know, religious voter in Iowa that uh, here in New Hampshire. So I would think about 15 percent. If he could do better than that, he gets a thumbs up. But if he can finish first, second, or third, uh, you know, more power to him. Uh, I'm not sure he's got the same organization and deep organization here that he had in Iowa. I think he's probably building a better uh, ground game down in South Carolina than here. Uh, but certainly, again, it, it, to me, it almost doesn't matter. Cruz could finish fifth, and it really doesn't matter. It doesn't hurt him. Okay. And and from your vantage point, uh, how are how are his crowd size, by the way? Is he oh, getting he's big crowds? Good crowds. He's yeah. done the smaller retail stops the last couple of days. Uh, but yeah. no, the, the times I've seen him, he had very, very good turnout. Yeah. All right. So now we talked about Rubio. We talked a little bit about Kasich, smaller crowds, but you sense momentum going his way. Uh, Chris Christie, you're right. He was in double digits for a while, and he's fallen back quite a bit. It's going to be interesting to see if he gets a bump or if Rubio gets hurt anyway as a result of what happened Saturday night. And you the think Jeb Bush too, is, is, that, is surging a little bit here, too. Yeah, I don't know how far he's going to surge, but there's clearly people interested in him more so than in Iowa. I mean, in Iowa, he didn't have big turnouts, but he's got... Uh, he's, he's doing better here. You know, Christie is interesting because I do think that people are drawn to him here in New Hampshire because of his record, because he is a governor. But I sometimes think that the sort of New Jersey bluster gets him uh, a little sort of on the wrong side of people here. Again, uh, while Donald Trump has certainly done very well in a lot of polls, there's an awful lot of voters I talked to who really I was surprised, I have to say, the last couple of days by the number of voters I would ask. So did you think about voting for Trump? And they just immediately recoiled as if I had suggested that they do something really terrible in their lives. And you didn't get that kind of reaction as much in Iowa. So I'm still going to be intrigued by the turnout here and whether Trump can get those people who have said they'll vote for him and get them out to the polls. Because obviously the polls weren't right a week ago. And I learned a very tough lesson eight years ago when the polls here in New Hampshire were wrong about Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. So 
you have to sort of keep that in the back of your mind, wondering. What, what were uh, those you know, polls like the last time? How far off were they? Well, I want to say eight years ago that Obama was supposed to win by about three to six points, if oh, I yeah. remember correctly. And what did Hillary and, win by? Oh, I want to say about four or five. She she started out ahead early and, and stayed ahead and, and never looked back. And so, you know, it, it, just as a reporter, you remember that. And that's why I don't want to get too caught up in them. But obviously, we do, we do dwell on them an awful lot. So the ground game, the ground feeling here. Yeah, I can understand why people think Trump is ahead. And I can also see why some of the others are really jockeying around to get in that second place spot as well. Uh, it's uh, the Rubio thing. I'll tell you one thing. I came out of the Rubio event yesterday and somebody, I don't know who did it. It, it could have been any number of campaigns, but somebody had uh, printed out hundreds of copies of the front page of the Boston Herald yesterday, which had a picture of Rubio and the word choke in huge uh, letters. And they had uh, printed those out and put them under windshield wipers on all the cars in the parking lots outside the Rubio event. So clearly some people do it, taking an effort to go after Rubio here. You know, I want here's the question, because I kind of agree with your assessment. I didn't think it was a great night for Rubio. And I thought, I, I wonder what the reaction is going to be, because every candidate uses canned responses. Every candidate repeats themselves. And frankly, every talk show host repeats himself. I found myself, though, agreeing with Rubio on the question of whether or not Obama knows exactly what he's doing. I think he does. Yeah, and it's funny you mention that because there were a number of people who sent me messages uh, either via Twitter or Facebook this weekend who said the same thing. They said, hey, I think this is unfair because Rubio is right on that point. And it may have been just a, a matter, again, of, of the, you know, he walked into it with Christie. It just looked bad. And maybe it only sticks around for a little while. He recovers the next time and we forget about it later on. We just don't know that answer right now a day before the vote all right jamie dupree our uh, friend right here in new hampshire with us he's in nashua and i'm in uh, manchester uh thank you jamie for your full report we love uh, everything that you're uh, bringing to the uh, table every day and informing our audience what's going on on the ground thanks so much you're going to be in south carolina yeah i'll be down there for a few days and also sean if people okay. want to look behind the scenes i've done a lot of blog stuff on my blog i'll plug it real quick jamiedupree.com see you buddy okay and we'll see you down in south carolina as well we'll probably catch up i'm sure sometime tonight thank you